One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to uh, the first ever talk from the terrace from uh, the dark side of Glasgow. Um, very close to Ibrox, these boys are tonight. Um, yeah, folks, you're welcome back to the Talk From The Terrace podcast, available both on Celtic Fanzine TV and on, on audio on the Celtic Soul podcast. So please hit that subscribe and follow button so you'll never miss an episode. In this episode, In The Dark, I'm joined by Boys Ultras, Ross and James, who I had the pleasure of rolling back the years recently in Leverkusen. Uh, I rolled back the years when I joined the boys or ended up in the middle of the boys in the stand. And <laughs> what an atmosphere they created. Uh, I don't think my body was, was right for about two days with all the jumping and <laughs> dancing around. I, I'm used to sitting down at games these days. Uh, but uh, I once was young, lads. I know you mightn't think of it, but I once was young. Um, and the atmosphere was electric. So, boys, uh, you're very welcome to the show. Um, and hopefully in the future we can talk about these great trips and the charity walk that the boys group do and in, indeed the ultra scene so that's another podcast and maybe we might be able to get you in the life for that one but for this one folks we've, uh, we've something more important to address uh, the elephant in the room Bernard Higgins a shambles yeah that's that mate Hi. that's a fucking disgrace to be honest now listen just just fill in the people that's tuning into the show uh, and who Bernard Higgins is and why you should not be employed by Celtic Football Club? Oh, sorry, signal went there, mate. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. No, you're still here. You're still here. I'm just going to switch my phone. Oh, didn't get a question mate sorry sorry lads that was my fault I left my phone on and one of the lads in the whatsapp group is messaging me in (laughs) no expense spared in professionalism here I might have a fancy (laughs) mic but that's about it Um, no like like, as I said I'd love to talk to you about your charity walk and the ultra scene and some of the trips you've been on and that but there's a 
you know, a bigger question to be asked and to be spoken about tonight, and that's the um, the Bernard Higgins shambles um, at Celtic Park. Um, can you just fill in the, the listeners who are tuning into the show or those watching on YouTube, why Bernard Higgins should not be employed by Celtic Football Club and who he is and what he's done? Aye, right. It's a long story to be honest, mate. We'll be here all day talking about what he's done. Um, basically, he was he was chief constable after Scotland. So for, since two thousand thirteen, it was um, more recently it was the, the strategic lead for football. So this guy's been basically responsible for all operational issues with Police Scotland in terms of dealing with football fans. Um, so see if you can pretty much think of any horror story that you've heard, and you've probably heard a few of them over the past few years of people being arrested. Friday mornings, people the way people are treated at football, the constant surveillance, everything like that. That's basically boils down to him. He's been a head honcho that, that, that's, that's kind of directing these tactics for a long time. Um, and then obviously, we're going to, for the looks of it, give him a job. You know what I mean? So there's a wee bit of fucking bad blood there that, that we're not happy about. Yeah, it's. it's um... For me, anyway, it's it, when I heard his name been mentioned, I was very surprised because I did follow the Offensive Behaviour Act when it came in very closely and the fans against criminalisation and the work that was done by the likes of the Trust, uh, you know, in, in um, supporting those who had been arrested and went to court. And, you know, this this act is no longer, you know, well, it's, it's, still, it's still up in the air, isn't it? But it's no longer... Um, we won. We won well, no, the court they, case. Aye. Well, the the the, the act was repealed. It was that was actually repealed halfway through my court case. So it was um, so the the, the act was repealed. But I think in the, the back of everybody's mind, even through that, you kind of always knew that the the, the fight that the, the kind of war wasn't over. If that makes sense, the act was just a fact that they were using. They were always going to move on to something else and find new ways. I, I, I can't trying to disrupt disrupt their lives. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For whatever reason, these these people see. Organised football fans as a threat. I don't know if it's maybe a working class thing. They're, they're scared that young working class boys kind of been organised or something like that. That, that seems to terrify them um, through the years. So I don't know. I really don't know where they're coming through it. But it's, the, the way they deal with football fans is, is kind of just mainly a power trip. Really, that's the that, that, that's the. Uh, I, I really, I really don't know. I don't know the motivations behind it. I really don't. But since we've started going to football, since we've kind of been organised. It's these people are evidently terrified. They're terrified of the They don't like us. They do. They, there's something about young working class men when they get organised that, 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 that really, really terrifies them. Yeah, and you've seen it through the years. Any time we've organised a match, any time we've organised a series of games, it, 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 you see them panicking. Do you know what I mean? And they, they kind of use all the pubs that are available, and then if, if, if they can't use the existing pubs, they seem to create new ones, which is what the offensive behaviour. Which was, which, which was, that, that was that was brought into into effect because of that, because they they, they wanted they wanted the police. Yeah, and look, um, when I, when I'm, I'm just I'm just thinking back here to to some of the the stories I heard, you know, about people who had been arrested and and the families basically traumatized over this, um, like. The campaign, like against, as you say, working class young football fans, was was disgraceful, really, because you know criminals, you know who 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 
were treated better when, when, when you know they were given notes they were going to be lifted but this was Dawn Raids so, Dawn Raids like you know like I suppose you could over dramatise it but for, for those people who who, uh, who were caught up in I this I think people struggle to believe see we are kind of desensitised to it now because we spoke about it for years and it's, we've kind of lived through it so see when we talk about all this shit that's happened to us, it kind of it just kind of rolls off the tongue there, but it's it, it, you need to kind of take a step right. back and realise that it's it's just no normal. Right. So you've got your dawn raids, right? So it was a Friday morning, and I'm pretty sure you've probably seen Paul from FAC and the Green had been on, and he, he says that people used to leave their work before fucking five o'clock or whatever on a, a Friday morning. That's true. Everybody used to do that. We used to basically have to check in on our chats on a Friday to make sure nobody was lifted. Do you know what I mean? So everybody had to, if they commented on your chat by 10 o'clock on a Friday morning, then it was panic stations, you're going, oh shit, somebody's been lifted down, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. obviously they've not been on their phone. There was all sorts of things that people we had to do to normality for a long time. Do you know what I mean? Which is, it's absolutely bonkers because it's, it's, when you, again, you need to step back, this is for going to the football. And don't get me wrong, we're no, it's not, Summit, we, we, did, we did this stupid shit. We, we did, we're rowdy, we're, do you know what I mean? We're no, no, I get why normal people might not want to kind of associate with you at certain times, but to, for them to use the resources, to put the resources into policing people like us, is absolutely fucking breathtaking when you, when, you, when you take a step back and look at it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we, we brought Paul into one of the uh, Celtic AMs just to address, you know, the fans against criminalisation and what was going on in the courts. I think he might come back in then and Jeanette would come in. So we were regularly updated with it and we covered it a lot in the fanzine as well. But when did you first become aware that, you know, Higgins was going to be the man that Celtic were looking to appoint? Right, so it kind of started through, it was through the great thing. It was actually Paul that got in touch with me. So, um, he messaged me and he says, well, I don't know if this is factual or whatever, but he says, we have, we have been told. And it seems to have originated for Bernard Higgins' family members or, or, or his mates or whatever, but I've started saying, oh, he's, got, he's getting a Celtic gig, basically. So I don't know if his family's the Coke Bridge or whatever, but the, the way the way Glasgow works, it's a small place, isn't it? So word kind of travels faster and that's where rumour started. So I think what's happened is, well, I know what's happened, but GB have basically approached the club and they've said to him, is this true? The club have no, they've no denied it, no confirmed it. So that's the, kind of that, that speaks volumes itself. So straight away they've been in touch with us, and then that's when we've decided kind of we need to do something here. And that's that's how like, the campaign to, to stop him getting the job is um, is came about. And it's not it's not been a, a well thought out kind of. We've not had a lot of time to think about this. We're kind of just playing it by ear. Do you know what I mean? Each week we're, 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 we're discussing what we're going to do next and what we're going to do the week after and try to plan as, as much as we can. But we've no, it's, not, it's not like the offensive behaviour act where we knew this was coming in. We knew we're going to have to raise funds, we're going to have to do this, we're going to have to, have to put this in place. This is kind of just been thrusted on us. Very short notice. We're talking space about two weeks. We've had to kind of try and rally everybody together and, and get the word out to try and, to try and stop it. Just one thing as well that We've probably not might have not been said, but it's scary to think if that wasn't heard by Paul, what could have happened? Because that could have been rushed through and nobody known about it. Aye. And going by the way that Celtic have dealt with us so far, we wouldn't have known until he was already in, until it was announced. Aye. And that, that's just, that's a scary thing that we had. We, we only found out this through the slip of a tongue of a family member and a friend of Bell Tiggins. It's been some loud mouth running our mouth off, kind of boasting. That's what's happened here. And if that didn't happen, then. We need to thank them, really, because <laughs> uh, that's, 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 thanks very much. Yeah. Thank the Gossip Kings. 
exactly. I spoke to Matt earlier in the show, um, Matt McGlone from the Alternative View, and uh, Matt was saying that, like, if if disappointment and these negotiations were going on, because we, we we think they are, because we've had the you've had the rumor, but we also have have a, have a chairman who who denied it. No, sorry, he didn't deny it, but wouldn't comment on it. All right. Now, if he's if Matt's correct in what you're saying, Matt is saying that he retired after cup whatever you call it, Cup 23, was it? Or whatever it was, that big, that big See, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he's actually retired. I don't know if he's actually retired. But, right, so we basically were told that Cup 26 is going to be his last game. 26, Cup 23. Yeah, so if he is to re- was, was to retire after that and he was to be given a, a job with Celtic, well, it wouldn't be, they wouldn't have waited for him to be, to retire. This what these negotiations because you no. would have had to get a pay deal. A job, a job at that level, a job at that level. Yeah, you, you, exactly. There's going to be a shadow period. There's going to be a, a kind of a period where you go and you settle in and everything. But we already knew, so we already knew that Ronnie Hawthorne was leaving, right? So we we obviously meet with the club semi regularly. We knew that Ronnie Hawthorne was leaving. We, we didn't know that his job was essentially going to be split in two, or it's going to be divided up. So we thought it was going to be a straight like for like replacement. Mm. So. That's why we've. That's why nobody's kicked off that it's going to be an ex cop. Do you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, the chances are if somebody getting a job like that is going to be an ex cop. So it's not even to do with the fact it's an ex cop. This is like a personal thing with Bernard Higgins because he made it personal yeah. for a long time. He put himself on, in the media and he made himself the face of this campaign and he was going to stamp this out, stamp that out. Do you know what I mean? So he's he's kind of he he's looking through the battle lines himself a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So, so reading between the lines, he may have already signed the contract, and that may that co- contract very possibly. Mate, uh, who knows? The only people that know that the club, yeah. Right? So and if he did sign the contract and they don't give him the job, he'd have to be paid off, which, is, which is another own goal by the club. And if he if he is given the job, this campaign isn't going away, and it's grown and grown. And it's not just you know. It's not just the usual suspects, the ultras, the Celtic Trust, members of supporters clubs. This is across the board. This is people in boxes. This is people in posh seats. This is people who who have who big jobs who just do not believe that this person is the person that should be employed by Air no. Football Club. And when I say Air Football Club, it is Air Football Aye. Club. I know you're right. See, the, the thing is as well, right? we've, we've been careful the same. And we've been careful not to make it just us in the game brigade. Because it, it, this has to be a way skill thing, and I think the club have kind of thought that eventually it'll, we'll, we'll kind of play it that way. But we've been careful, no, this has to be a support wide thing. Do you know what I mean? We can't make it just about us because there's a lot of stuff we could have done, and we could have had protests, and we could, could have caused a scene. But we don't want it because it'll just be us in the game together that are doing it. This has to be completely support wide. It has to involve everybody, and everybody has to has to kind of put their head above the parapet here and say, no, it's not just them. Everybody's afraid to take it. We need to kind of have a bit of unity in the support and I'm glad that seems to be happening yeah. it's just, it's just it's the, the first time in a long time I can remember this, this many people or this many groups being united on one issue do you know what I mean yeah. so, uh, and Ross if I can think back if, if like if we think back to the own goals already with the own goal <clears> in the summer with Eddie Howe then we had the own goal with, with it's a head-hunted CEO Dominic McKay who uh, went on a, on a uh, whistle stop tour yeah. of the club <laughs> you know uh, you know I, like there's there's I've been at parties longer than he was at the club, like, you know. <laughs> but, but this is the biggest own goal, and it just shows to you that how far removed the poor are mm-hmm. from, from the fans. And that's fans, I know. That's, that's young fans, old fans. Planet. It's a different planet to live on. 
That's but see, see, hang out, see the thing is, with Ashmelis as well, they don't need to be, right? We have, we have been trying week by week now, right? See, since this campaign started, we have been trying to speak to them. The Green Brigade and us have been trying to speak to them. We've been trying to do it collectively. But it's not like we're having these protests and we're, we're, we're shouting to the outside and saying, do you know what I mean? Causing a scene. We, we want to speak to them. We, we, we want to engage with these people, but it's them that don't, don't seem to want to engage with us. They're happy to hide away. I don't, I really don't know what it is. And it is, it's not just, it's not just the issue with Higgins. They're happy to hide. They're happy to hide away. Doesn't matter what it is. I mean, you seen it last season. They just disappeared. Do you know what I mean? As if they didn't exist. They, they went to the bunkers. Oh, I really don't know. I don't know what it is. It's not what we're going to fucking, what, what are they scared of? Um, do you know what I mean? It's, it's not as if we're normal people. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't understand it. Logically thinking, it, it doesn't make any sense for them not to talk to us. I don't understand what, what what the point of them not talking to us. Dialogue needs to be had because if dialogue's not had, it, it just gets worse. We're in a rock and a hard place, they're in a rock and a hard place. Nobody wants this to happen. People want to go and support the team and do what they can. But unfortunately, if it keeps going the way it's going, that sadly things will have to happen that, that, that we don't want to nobody wants to happen uh, and boys that, that's brilliant to hear because you know no one does and there is unity w- within Ange the players and the fans and you could see mm-hmm. that you could see that on Sunday again mm-hmm. in Dundee mm-hmm. and this is not helping anybody you know having you know silence for 30 minutes or whatever it was in the stadium a couple of weeks ago doesn't help the team but they're not helping themselves in the boardroom by not speaking and no. the only way this well, can be resolved is true talking that's it because and it's only and it, as I said and we, we know that and we appreciate that and I think for a, for a long time a lot of people thought that kind of us maybe made have been these daft wee boys we're no, we're no we've been doing this for a long time now right we know we know how to play the game we know how to play with the club we know how to, we know how to speak to people we know how what way stuff goes, we know when to draw the line or when to push it. Do you know what I mean? We know when we've been in order, we can we can take our medicine when we've took the piss, which which happens now in a game. And we, you know have. I mean? and we have to, and we as I say, we've taken our medicine when we've when we've when we've been assholes, to be honest with you. So the club know that we're, we're responsible and we're we're happy to concede when we're right or when we're wrong. But this in this particular issue, they've just they've disappeared. They they, they really need to engage with so that that's that, that's the only way this is going to be resolved because what I think they're really wanting to do is hoping this will die down. This is this is going nowhere. If anything if anything it'll be escalated. It'll not be do you know what I mean? There'll not be silences and stuff are the, are the way it is now, but do you know what I mean? There's a lot of smart people involved with with, with this campaign now and, and there's well, a lot of life experience and we will think of ways to escalate it. And yeah. we've already got stuff in mind if we need to, so uh, and Ross, like I hear you, you know, you just have done daft things, and I've criticised you, and I've also, <laughs> I've also give you applause when you've sort of created <laughs> brilliant atmospheres and done brilliant work for charity. But you see, Ultra Group raising money for charity doesn't doesn't sell papers. It doesn't make headlines. You know, getting arrested, and, getting arrested as a criminal will make a headline. You know, and if they can make it, you know, and the, the, let's face it, the tabloid media is no friends to, to us. Um, no, you know, at Celtic, but. My biggest fear, and I'm sure you know, this is this is around many people's thoughts. Is my biggest fear that they don't want to be seen to step down to the ultras yeah. or the Celtic Trust or, mm-hmm. or certain supporters clubs, and they see it, you know if they step down now, oh well, you know if they move us now, would they, but this is this is different. This is this is a contentious um, issue, mm-hmm. and my biggest fear is. That we, well, it's not my biggest fear isn't that we win the cup, 
But while the players are in the shower and while we're all out celebrating, they announce Bernie right. Higgins. And that's my right. biggest fear, you know. Yeah. And then it's sad that it's sad that, that I would even put that past them, to be honest with you. No, I don't mean, that, that yeah. But see see the thing is as well, right? You're you're right, they I don't they don't want to step down, right? I get that. We get that, but the, the the main thing is here that we don't want him in the club. Nobody wants him employed at the club. So see it's even this isn't a claim they they don't they need to change their, their way they're viewing this. This is for the good of everything. There's not going to be any celebrating if he doesn't get the job. It'll be released. Do you know what I mean? Mm. We're not, we not going to be golden and we're not going to be celebrating the game period. I'm sure it'll be the same. There's nothing, we're not going to be rubbing into anybody because this should signal, see if they do speak to us, this should signal the way forward. The fact that we can actually have dialogue and we can resolve stuff like adults mm. rather than them being one side and us being the other side. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's going to be disagreements. There's going to be a lot of stuff but this, this should be the start of something new. Get that, get that. See if we can go over this and we can work through this together where we can kind of get through anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This is, a, this is this one of the biggest issues that's, that's facing us. It probably will face us in a long, long time. So if we can, if we can get on a table and speak about this and deal with it the right way, then you, you can you can kind of do anything through the years. Do you know what I mean? Which is the way they should be looking. They should be looking for a positive outcome of this rather than fucking the, the usual them and us approach. The thing is, with dialogue as well. As soon as the as soon as the Green Brigade asked or Paul asked um, whoever was in contact with Celtic at the time, the first thing they should have said is, "Right, we'll have a talk about it." It, sh- it shouldn't have been case. Shouldn't have been shut down. Shouldn't have been blanked. It should have been that, that the dialogue just started. That prevented every single thing that's happened up to date, mm-hmm. and that's all we had to do. Talking that that's what I, we keep going back to, but I just don't get where they can, why they can't just speak to people. It, it's as if we're aliens or something wrong with us. I, I don't get it, and that that's all we want to say to them is just talk to us, and we will talk back to them. We'll have a, a meaningful conversation to work this out. That's all. Yeah. No, look. As a member of the Celtic Trust myself, so like we we disagree within the Celtic Trust, you know, on, on issues, and like we're going to disagree as a big family, as the Celtic family. We all disagree, and we've all got different, you know, we've all got different ideas on how we want the club to be run, and uh, like those in power, you know, I've got grievances with how long they're there, um, but for them not to engage in dialogue on this one is is. It's one that's really pissing me off because it's one that really needs to be talked about because we oh, need we need mm. to get behind the team for 90 minutes. We are behind mm-hmm. the team. Andrew's with us. We're seeing that. The players are with us. Where you not? The only ones that are pissing outside the tent now is those running the club and they need to come in. See, the thing is, Mills, I, th- I still think that as much as we, we use sound bites like these people are out of touch, right? But in this case, they really are. I, I generally believe there's some people probably within the board that genuinely think if they, if they can hold out for us or they can get burned again then the, the people the undesirables as they would see us and, and, and others are going to disappear they're in planet Janet that's just not the case do you know what I mean but it doesn't really matter it doesn't matter what, who comes in or whatever we're, we're not going anywhere we're, we're, we're not an English Premiership team where you're going to sell tickets to fucking tourists do you know what I mean we're, we're literally going nowhere see if, it, see if it means just having to be outside the stadium for a year or two then so right. be it. We're still going to be there. We're still going to be travelling away again. We're still going to be there and So they're as well getting on a table and speaking to us. We're adults. As if that's, what, that's, that's what this ultimately comes back to. Yeah, you exactly. need to realise we're going nowhere. We're no, we're no stupid wee boys. And we're, we're, we're easy to deal with. And that, that, that is literally it's a lot is, very simple. A lot is involved, involved in the active fancy more so than others. But as a lot of people have been involved in the Green Brigade previously and, you know, as uh, ourselves, but... 15 years you're talking of an active fan scene at least of, 
from, from when the Green Brigade was of course formed in 2006 so now this is this is the problem we, we, 15 years why would just because Bernd Higgins he's going to you know say for talking say he comes in and he bans us all but as if people go to that right that's us done that's 15 years that was good good run we had it, as Ross said it just doesn't work like that it just in, in real life that's not it's not going to work we're not going to just give up and just not go to, not go to football we're going to be saving himself a lot of grief and saving us a lot of grief and saving every supporter a lot of grief yeah, just get exactly. the table here just to, 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 to give you a wee update we've asked him again this week Right, and we're waiting and we're back to them to, 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 to meet with us. We're not asking for any commitments on Bernard Higgins or nothing. All we have asked the club today is commit to meeting with us. That's it. They don't need to tell us anything else. Just commit to actually sitting on the table with us. That's all we've asked them. We're still waiting and we're back to them. So that, 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 that's where we're at at the minute. Well, um, hopefully, 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 they hopefully, hopefully they will see the Hopefully we get word back. Uh, well, that, that's it. Look, as I say, we're not asking for a while. We're asking for, to sit down and speak to them and that's it and we'll, we'll take it for there. Whatever happens for there, we'll take it for there. But that has to be the starting point. Because let's be honest, we we don't want to be in silence again. We don't want to be protesting. We don't want to be doing fucking anything else. We want to be going to support ourselves in the best way we can. Particularly at this, like, this point where we're, we're, we seem to have a manager that gets it. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and stuff's falling Aye. into place. Do you know what I mean? So this is just the opposite of what we want to be doing. You know? yeah, no. it, it, it could easy, easy, easily be avoided by literally sitting on a table and, and, and that, that's the starting point and we'll take it for there that's all we've asked the club to do and that's where we're at at the minute still waiting a response well it, w- it would be a huge um, act of betrayal to appoint Bernard Higgins in, in so many fans eyes um, and I hope I hope someone in that boardroom has the sense to know that uh, and to address it and to start dialogue so that this doesn't happen and that we can all be united and win the league this year because that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's the big thing we want to do. We, we want to take our title back from, from the new club over the city. And, you know... Well, I, see, I, see the thing is, you see, you heard, you heard Andrew on Sunday, right? he says the fans are the most important people at the club, right? So he's not saying that when there's a crowd of people sitting in silence. He's saying that when he sees the, 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 how good the support was at the weekend. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what we should be having every week. But bringing some like Bernard Higgins is, the whole... The whole idea of him coming in is to stop stop scenes like that yeah, do you know what I mean that, that's and not the kind of crowd that they want but, but evidently the, fucking, the manager sees it as an asset yeah. everybody else sees it as an asset Celtic sees it the actual club sees it as an asset when they can make money see it. when it suits them yeah. do you know what I mean so yeah well look, look see, we're never all going to be singing off the hymn sheet or Celtic as fans within the, within the different supporters groups and that. but I think on this one we are singing off the one hymn sheet and I think that the campaign will continue and I wish everybody that's involved uh, be, they, be they making a banner or putting a post on Facebook or being active in trying to get a meeting with the club over this I, I wish them well and we will do our best here to try and promote um, the good work that the Celtic fans are Aye. doing on this campaign because this is essential that Bernard Higgins does not become an employee of Celtic Football Club Aye. Which me, you, and all the other fans fund. Uh, no, you're right, man. I think as well, see, like, just because as a real last point, I don't know if we're going to finish here, but see, as much as there's a lot of negativity in this, and what we've been having to do like this campaign, nah, there's been a lot of positive things as well, because you see the potential and the talent and the, and, and the commitment of people on their support. Do you know what I mean? I think everybody should be proud of that. The, 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 the standard of people and how much people are willing to give. 
to, towards a football club. Do you know what I mean? And I think the board need to also recognise that as well because you don't get that everywhere. No. They, I think they, they, they think that's a normal thing with a football club, but it's definitely not. That, that's just unique to us. Do you no. know what I mean? The, 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 the amount of involvement, the amount of activism, and the amount of talent, and the amount of commitment that people put into this. Do you know what I mean? And then, and, and as a support, we should be proud of that with everybody. Do you know what I mean? There's some boys uh, 100% agree with you uh, and I know you've got important work to do tonight so I'm going to let you go back back into the heat and do it. Um, Folks, just a quick one. Uh, We're back in Kelly's, or not Kelly's, we're back in Morphy's with Seligay M on Thursday. We've got some Betters fans coming in and uh, a few other guests popping along. And you wouldn't know, maybe one or two of the boys might be along as well before they go and uh, create the noise for the boys in Celtic Park. Folks, more than 90 minutes, issue 118. There's about 10 copies left. You can get them on CelticFanzine.com. They're also in the Carlton bookstore and also out in Coatbridge in the candy store. So thanks very much for everyone who bought the new issue. Boys, it's been a pleasure to chat. Um, keep up the good work with the campaign. And please, to anyone listening who hasn't got behind the campaign, join the campaign, see if you can help out, send a letter to the board. If you go onto the Celtic Trust website, there's a, there's a template, it's also on our website, and um, set, send your thoughts to the board and tell them that you don't want Bernard Higgins anywhere near Celtic Park as an employee. And join other Celtic fans, Celtic Supporters Clubs, Celtic Supporters Association, the Celtic Supporters Trust, the Green Brigade, the North Cove, the boys and many others and let the board know that this appointment is a step too far for us to take. Boys, thanks very much. Thank you very much. And hopefully the next time we get you on we can talk about the good walk and the atmosphere <laughs> that the boys create. Hail, hail boys. Right, hail, mate. Mate. Thank you, mate. Boys, thanks very much. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.